Hey man, what's up? <laughs> Have you ever heard of PFAS? <laughs> what? Have you ever heard PFAS? Of PFAS? Parental fragments, adult services. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, so PFAS, you were pretty close. It does have a lot to do with parents. Um, and it actually stands for per and poly floralical floor fluoro floor polyfluoroalkyl substances per and per you try it bad bad guys <laughs> you know me a big, big bad bad, bad guy, guy. <laughs> IB, uh, IBS. i know a lot about liver damage <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, this can cause a lot of joke. IBS. You don't know, like that joke? Oh, don't third. let her take your blood. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Per, per. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Per and polyfluoroalkyl substances. Sure. Have you heard of that? Nope. Oh. Um, I've got my degree in that. <laughs> Uh, you might have heard of them from their colloquial name, uh, Forever Chemicals. Oh yeah, yeah. Is this why a bunch of boomers have lead poisoning? <laughs> no, that was that was another episode That's we did actually. <laughs> that was that was the lead guy. Who was the lead guy? We did an episode on the George? lead guy. No. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm scrolling Dr. through our list. Doctor Russ. George Russ George. Oh uh, yeah, you're. No, Russ George was the fishing guy. Well, is that not the same guy where he throws the iron and the rust into the thing and it brings all the yeah, no, that was a different back. guy. Oh, 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 you're, oh yeah, 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 stop, stop. Don't, 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 don't fight it. I won't, it's I won't. um, uh, it's um, golly, um, yes, he he was like, I know there's lead in. I don't care. And then he ended up dying of that bed he made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he made his bed and he, he died. He made in his, it. his giant bed. <laughs> Alex, do you remember who this was? What was his name? Wow, no, dude, we're remember. super involved in our content. <laughs> I I'm like scrolling back through our list of episodes and I'm like, I it was not that long. It was last year. Yeah, dang. We've got some That's... good episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I can picture his face. I made the thumbnail. Yeah, I yeah, anyway. I can't find him anyways. Yeah, so there was a guy. There was a guy who did this. He found out about the lead and he, he didn't care. This is similar. This is a guy who found out about forever chemicals? the PFAS and didn't care. Okay. Um, so, well, not just one guy. It was Is a this lot of just guys. the idea that, like, when you drink out of a plastic bottle, there are chemicals from this plastic bottle in my body forever? Well, that is true. That's not really this. This is a little bit more insidious. Okay. Um, yeah. Is it that the chemicals from this will infiltrate my soul and then direct me to do things for the Dark Lord? That's also true, but and that's more insidious than this. Okay, <laughs> but it's not. That's that's a cult that prays over every every bottle of water. Nestle Pure Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's anything but pure. <laughs> the twelve tribes. Yeah, they pray over this. <laughs> they, they come together. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so not as insidious as that, but more insidious than whatever you said before. Sure. Um, so this is so PFAS is a man-made chemical. Okay. Um, we'll call it PFAS because you saw me struggle with the normal name, right? The scientific name um, and it's a chemical that we discovered in the early 50s and it looks like this. 
Um, really, oh. all it is, yeah. <laughs> all it is is it's a bunch of carbine, carbine, carbon merged with fluorine. <laughs> That's right. Fluoride is right. That's a carbon fluorine. Fluorine, fluorine, fluorine. It's fluorine, right, Alex? Thanks. <laughs> it's fluoride. Uh, oh, we've got enough sound bits of him. We can make him say whatever we want. Really, I think. Sweet. Uh, so, the carbon is it's really any formation like this that has a bunch of carbon and fluorine molecules attached together, and then you can have any other combination of anything else in it, and it's still a PFAS, right? Okay. The interesting thing about this is because of this chemical makeup, because you have the carbon and the fluorine together, it's basically invincible. Um, it, it, nothing can neutralize it. Well, it's not invincible. It just takes a thousand years to die cool. um, or more uh, or a couple thousand. You know, it's like it lasts forever. Essentially, that's why they call it forever chemicals. They don't die. Right. Um, and when we discovered this, we were like, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> cool. <laughs> In the 50s, people were like, oh, we you figure know? out how to turn all of our bodies into this. <laughs> well, they said they said, you know what we could do so many cool things with this. One of the best ideas that they had early on is they said if we cover our trees in this, then insects can't do anything to them. They can't. They can't walk up there. And they no. can't get in them. Like that's not real. Have to, yeah, they said spray it all over our trees, and we don't have any any more insect problems. <laughs> no. Yes, it's hundred percent a thing. Because they're like they're like it'll stick to it forever, and the ants will try to crawl up it, and they'll be too slick. They can't crawl up it, and then they can't and get they through. Didn't think it. about how that's going to kill the tree. Yeah, they didn't care. They were like, yeah, but the the insects can't get on it. And so we solved the insect problem. It was a lot of, you know, this was the middle. You got to understand the thinking in this era. This is, this is. Solve one problem. Doesn't matter what other consequences are. Well, that is probably part of what was happening. You know, I read a whole book about trees. What? I read a whole book about trees. Did I tell you about this? No. What are you saying to me? Right I, now? with my eyes, <laughs> yeah. opened a physical <laughs> book. Yeah, and my eyes looked at the book, and there are words <laughs> I've never heard like about carbon, anything like this in my life. Carbon, yeah, that I read, yeah, and my brain went. That's what that word means. You know what I think? I think people who read books are insane. <laughs> people who, who read books, you know what I do? I drink a glass of milk with it uh, <laughs> every night. I go my back porch and a book with about a warm trees. glass of milk. <laughs> warm. A warm glass of milk. A room temp glass <laughs> room of milk. Tech milk and my tree book. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I did read a book about trees. I thought what I told you about this. the book. It's called The Hidden Life of Trees. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It was a great book. Why? What, what made you pick it up? Okay, but for real though, there's actually it's pretty fascinating because yeah. it's just a guy who who you know who loves, likes trees, loves trees. <laughs> but uh, tree guy. <laughs> no, this is real. Did you know that trees? So the insect problem. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. do you know that trees? Uh, you know specific species of trees all around each other. Yeah. If there's an insect that is on that tree based on the insect saliva, the tree can tell what kind of insect it is and then it will release a chemical into the air that would draw the predator of that insect to the tree to get the insect. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. It will also release a chemical in the air to alert the other trees in the area. Yeah. And so when that insect goes to the other trees, they've already been alerted and, and they've changed to- the taste of their leaves. So that when the insect bites it, it doesn't like it. That is insane. This is real science. Shut up. 
bro, you want to read a book about it? Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> that is pretty cool. And the way that they communicate through their root systems is bonkers. They use the fungi to communicate with each other yeah. and they use resources. So I like, have heard of this, right? So yeah. like a stump there's yeah. like a tree that has fallen or been chopped down. The stump will still survive because trees share their resources with the sage yeah. pieces around them. Yeah, I have heard that especially it's like we're wild. Like, yeah, I've heard that they um, that through that same process through the root system, they will specifically share their resources with their quote unquote young like yes. the trees that came from their seedlings so that to help them reach maturity, right? Which and they will nuts. actively cut off resources to yeah to make different sure, species yeah so that they are and so like when a when a tree falls and there's now a hole in the canopy of that forest yeah all the other young trees are just they're in a race they're trying to get there yeah. yeah yeah and so it's it's truly fascinating yeah that is pretty insane it, it's kind of surprising though that hearing about this I know this is crazy what I'm about to say. <laughs> But it's kind of crazy where we we know this about trees and we haven't figured out how to do that like with our economy. Like I would think oh, that, how to work together with people or what? No, 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 no. How to figure out, oh, hey, I've got. So let's take our last episode, for example. Sure. Brazil says, oh, France is coming and they're going to take our lobsters. So we need to change the flavor of our lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> but you no, know, like for real though, like like that seems like there would be some sort of defense systems that business would figure out to be like, oh, our competition's coming. Yeah, we're just going yeah, to. It's called greed, dude. Why do you think people go to war? Yeah, but it's not war because this is better than war. Whatever the trees are doing, they're they're past war. Yeah, but also the rate that they grow and the, the how long it takes those electrical signals to travel through the root system yeah. is forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. It takes a long time. So yeah. I, what I appreciated about the book was he talks a lot about the speed of trees. Yeah. And um, and how nature will. I mean, like a tree will die, you know, in, in effect, like damage will happen to its bark that will eventually kill that tree. Like we put this forever stuff on the tree. Yeah, yeah. The tree will still survive for another hundred years. Yeah, but without it, it could have lived seven, eight hundred years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but you know, they live slow, they die slow. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's just it's a fascinating that, book. That's a that's a that's a good analogy for our life. You live fast, you die fast. You live slow, you die slow. Be more yeah. like the trees. If you live slow, you'll you'll die over a three year period due to some type of cancer. Be be like the trees. Be not like frost. <laughs> be like the trees. <laughs> but for real, it was a really good book. Anyway, I thought that was a really interesting fact that they that changed is, the flavor of their. That's pretty crazy to ward off predators. Yeah. That blows my mind. Um, okay, so yeah, the PFAS, uh, they put it, they slathered it over the trees because they said, apparently, they said the trees aren't doing a good job keeping the insects away by themselves. Sure. We need to help out. They're releasing their own chemicals. We've got better chemicals. And so they rubbed their. <laughs> Rub their, their chemicals all over the tree and kept the, the ants away from their trees and free tree zone. Uh, and then they said, oh, hey, this can do a lot of stuff. And so then they started making a lot of different products. 3M was the company that invented PFAS originally. Okay. Which makes I've a lot of sense. 3M. Yeah, you might have heard of them. Uh, they're one of the big bad guys. I call them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they're one of the big bad bad guys of the chemical world. Um, big bad bad guys. 
You know me, a big, big bad, bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> uh, they invented beef PFAS and they called it their friends DuPont. And they said, DuPont. I heard of DuPont. Yeah, they said, hey, DuPont, you're, we're the big bad, bad guys of chemicals, and you're the big bad, bad guys of chemicals, too. We're both big bad, bad guys of chemicals. And they said, we got a brand new chemical that we think you guys would think is pretty cool. And they said, all right, tell me about it. They said, it's called PFAS. They're like, you're going to have to tell us a lot more than that. And they said, basically, you can lather this up on anything. And spray the trees. And it makes it magic. And they're like, oh, cool. Oh, anything? <laughs> <laughs> and so DuPont said, sell us some of that, and we're going to start putting it on all sorts of stuff. And so P- so 3M started manufacturing a ridiculous amount of PFAS and selling off vats to DuPont. And DuPont was like, what can we put PFAS on today? And so just like freaking <laughs> using it like Vaseline, baby. <laughs> just lather it up and send it to the market. What were they um, doing? So they uh, here. I have a, a hefty little diagram we could take a look at. Um, this shows everything that DuPont and a lot of other companies started. A lot of other companies got involved. Oh yeah, I knew there was there was forever chemicals in our nonstick cookware. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so long I sp- didn't know there was forever chemicals in our microwave popcorn bags. <laughs> so here's what they did. They figured out. Oh hey, this stuff makes it to where um, one it makes water resistance. Uh, so water resistant clothing like shoes that you do your water resistant your shoes styrofoam um, pretty much anything that can resist water or stains um, is probably a PFAS. Okay, so they start making a lot of clothing with it. Um, you can fight fires with it uh, because these chemicals Fire can't handle yeah, it. They can't nothing can survive the PFAS. fire ants <laughs> just can't hold on <laughs> the fire to the so, fire and everybody knows a fire is just a bunch of fire ants jumbled everyone together. Everyone does know that <laughs> everyone knows watch out. There's too many fire ants. We're about to get a fire um, and so they they put it in firefighting and they also flame retardant materials. So any flame retardant clothes flame retardant furniture flame retardant paints have uh, PFAS in it. Uh, non-stick cookware, non-stick anything, anything that doesn't stick. Uh-huh. PFAS. Um, also, they started using it in things that do stick, like tape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, but here's, so, here's what's clever about it. Okay, they put it on the not sticky side, so you can't stick, but you can kind of still stick. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, and here's what's an interesting thing: they realized grease doesn't stick to it, so. Microwave popcorn bags. Yep. They don't, nothing sticks to your microwave popcorn bags. Pizza boxes, to go boxes. Food doesn't stick to that. Grease doesn't stick to that because it's got PFAS on it. Food definitely, like pizza boxes are not using this stuff anymore (laughs) because cheese definitely (laughs) sticks to it. Um, Photographs. Uh, (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't touched a I haven't touched a developed film in a while, so I don't really remember what that's like. <laughs> look at all these PFAS. PFAS. Oh, don't look at oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you got in there? Um, pesticides. Obviously, animals don't like it. Cosmetic paint. There's a lot of a lot of PFAS in a lot of th- different things. Okay, and it took the world by storm because it does. It's cheaper to make things last longer. Well, it doesn't make things last longer, but it also makes life a lot easier. Like it, nonstick pans 
so much better than stick pants. Yeah. Like stick pants are the worst. There's an ad from the time uh, where it's a little, <laughs> there's a, a little girl and she, she has her nonstick pants and she said, I used to be a slave to my sticky pants, scrubbing them all day. But she's like, but thanks to my new DuPont nonstick pants, I just and the food comes off and she like dumps all the food off of her pants and she's like this has saved me so much time and it's a literal (laughs) child. She's like seven years old talking about how much the non-stick pants, how much time they saved her. It's the most (laughs) insane marketing campaign I've ever seen because it's a child trying to tell everyone how much time they saved Hey, thanks again for watching this episode. If you're enjoying it and you're enjoying Tillin, you've been around for a little bit, I want to invite you to be a part of our Patreon. Uh, We have uh, a Patreon that has uh, early access to all of our episodes, ad-free content, both audio and video. Uh, We have a Discord with our hosts and producers. That's a ton of fun getting to hang out with all of our patrons in there. Uh, We also do, uh, once a month now, we do these live streams with our patrons. Uh, We hang out, we get to know each other, we eat pizza, it's a blast, uh, along with a bunch of other benefits like uh, a merch discounts, uh, message on your birthday, like fun stuff. Uh, it's definitely worth it. We're having a blast with our patrons. Um, but if that doesn't sound like something for you, uh, then get the heck out of here. Just kidding. No, we love you. Uh, uh, thanks for checking out Dylan Podcast. How do they? How do they get it though? I realized I forgot to put a CTA in mine. Oh, damn! You were doing it. Yeah, they can text Dylan to six six eight six six. Thanks, Jared. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay 
cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. Well, I mean, you know, you know the hard life of a seven-year-old in the kitchen. It's tough, and and then and then you think you think stain resistance, water resistant, like coats that don't get wet, shoes that don't get wet. It's an objectively better life, except yeah. for the consequences of it. Because here's the thing about PFAS, it ruins your life. <laughs> there are so many health effects, negative health effects that come out of PFAS, as you might j- guess. There's a lot of cancers that PFAS sure causes, but on top of that, but it's so ubiquitous that I mean, like this has PFAS in it. This uh, this might have PFAS. I don't know. Splash some this water. This definitely on it. does. This this yeah probably this 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 does have PFAS. Absolutely for sure. has it for sure. Has PFAS. I've spilled a lot of water on this. I can tell you this has PFAS for sure. Um. <laughs> But, but where was they so ever like what are we supposed to do? You can't live in fear. Well, let's have a conversation about it. <clears throat> what are you doing? Are you licking our PFAS right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm alive. Uh, so the I'm this, just showing you this causes a lot of cancers. Um, this causes a lot of increased the table. This causes increased cholesterol, um, liver damage, um, uh, IB. <laughs> IBS. I know a lot about liver damage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, this can cause a lot of joke. IBS. You don't, you don't like that joke? Oh, I also know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know this is true that you can get a little uh, at uh, at Disney World, Disneyland, yeah. whatever yeah. Disney theme parks? You can go to their customer service booth and you can say, "I have IBS." Can I have some? Oh, and you can probably get. <laughs> I hate how confident you are about this. And you're like probably. I mean, I know a couple people who have done it, do it regularly. Yeah, uh, you can get like their fast pass because you're like, I can't stand in lines. Oh, I can't wait this long. I thought you were gonna say there's like a private bathroom for IBS people. No, like land. they'll give you like the fast pass thing for like the for because you can't stand in line reliably. Yeah, you're like I can't stand. Hours. I can't stand in line that long. That is interesting. Can I get the fast pass stuff because I have a medical condition? Do they verify that anyway? Do you, have to, How? do you have to carry an IBS card? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I have IBS, you know, like this is written. It is yeah, a prescription. That's what I'm saying. My doctor you know? says I don't have to wait in line. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. Imagine being at somewhere else where there's my lines. chiropractor says I can be out right now. <laughs> like imagine just imagine being somewhere else where there's lines like say you're trying to get into a sporting event, right? At the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I have more than I 10 know. items, but I need to go in I this line. I have to be in the front. Yeah, and sporting events. Here's, here's a, a note from my doctor that says I have to be in the front of the line. 
What do you do? Do you say okay? I am saying I there is such a growing number of those people that eventually that line is longer than just the regular line. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. Um, but here's the thing. But that's you know is, is what, what you said a second ago is exactly right. PFAS, there's a growing number of people. Uh, PFAS is so ubiquitous. It's everywhere in the world that it's almost inescapable. In fact, there was uh, during the like height of the Cold Dupont. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> between the height of uh, uh, 3M and Dupont using PFAS on everything, uh-huh. uh, they were. <laughs> Uh, there was a, there was a study that 3M did. So 3M started trying to be the good guys, right? And they started researching. They do that until they realize how much profit they're going to lose when they're the good guys, and they go, maybe we are the big bad I, bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what happens is they do that so they could cover their tracks and because then they ha- they have doc they have separate documents. Sure, they have documents that are like this is really bad. But they also not pay scientists to just lie. Separate document like that how Coca Cola okay. paid scientists to yeah. be like this isn't bad for you. This is good for you. Yeah, your doctors. They didn't say it was good for you. They just said it wasn't bad for they you. They did. They they convinced the doctors to t- prescribe it to people. They didn't convince the doctors anything. They paid the doctors enough. <laughs> That's not convincing. <laughs> That's paying them I off. Think the Two different were, things. Well, I think I think there's a, an inflection point. You pay a few, and then everybody else is like, "Oh, that must be good for you." If they're prescribing it, and then it catches, and then the culture at large believes it's okay. Because you're describing how propaganda works. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but so they convinced the majority of doctors. They paid a handful of doctors, and that by default convinced the majority. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so 3M started doing some research. They started saying, "Okay, we're we're making a lot of this PFAS." Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, it's pretty sketchy. We know it's sketchy. We should look into this a little bit and figure out how sketchy this stuff really is. So 3M starts doing some research, and 3M says, "Okay, let's get a group of our workers in our factory that are manufacturing PFAS." Okay, and be like, "Hey, we're gonna take some of your blood. We're gonna count all your." <laughs> Your toes and your fingers. <laughs> they said we're going to take some of your blood, and they said this is a weird thing for my employer to be doing right now. <laughs> yeah, also to say it that way too. Hi, I'm. Boom. Uh, <clears throat> Hi. They're on Zoom. They're on Zoom. Yeah. Hey, it's me. I know we don't know each other. I'm Ellie from HR. Um, here with Dom, and uh, he's going to run through uh, what's going to happen today. Uh, so you received a package in the mail today. Um, uh-huh. uh, if you could just open that up real quick, you'll notice that there is a syringe um, and a bag and some tubing. Uh huh. All you need to do is just I actually attach- can't do this bit. <laughs> I'm not joking because I'm gonna pass out. Uh, as soon as you said sir, I can't do that bit, and we have to move on. I'm sorry. I thought Jared's we were going to do a whole thing blood. where Dom was just going to be like, we, we're going to take your blood, but then you started talking about the process of taking the blood, and I can't do that. I'm sorry. Jared's, anyway, Jared's afraid of blood. Jared is. Hey, let's big, get, let's big talk about something else. Boy. I'm a big bad scaredy boy. <laughs> so yeah, so they they went around. Don't their- let her take your blood. <laughs> They went around the company and they took blood samples from a bunch of their employees to measure. Is that legal? Is what I'm saying. Can your employer just come to you one day? I mean, this say, is the fifties. Is this 50s? voluntary sure. or are they like, hey, we got to take your blood. <laughs> they walked in and they were like, <laughs> no, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying like, you know, they're doing it the proper way. They send you to a person who does it right. I but can't like, answer that question. This is, is the fifties. Your employer came not. to you. Is it legal for your employer to say, hey, we require some blood work? 
I'm sure that's not. It might be actually because they drug test you. They can't drug test you. Yeah. And Through so blood if, work? so well, if if they think if they uh, they might have to have probably I have cause. successfully not gotten my blood drawn since 2015. That's pretty impressive. You, an employer. It's might only because be I cry and scream a lot in the doctor's <laughs> office when they go. Hey, and I go I like, yeah, I get and then I rampage <laughs> and I break a lot of stuff in the office. They had to put me in the kids room. This is actually real when I go get my blood drawn. You know, they had to put me in the kids room, so I'm sitting there the nurses like monkeys and giraffes and <laughs> elephants and stuff are painted on the wall. This is I'm not making this up. I'm like in the kids room. <laughs> Why did they put you there? Because I don't know. Because I said, I said, hey, I'm like, and when they come, okay, put this kid in the kid room. I'm serious. When they come and take my blood, I literally look them in the face and I say, I'm going to pass out. Yeah. And they go, oh, and I go, no, 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 no. I'm telling you for my safety. Yeah. And also mostly yours because I'm going to collapse onto you. They're typically a lot smaller than I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I go, I need to be doing this laying down. Yeah. Yeah. And they go, okay. And then I go, good night. <laughs> Every time. Jeez. That's uh, well. What happened to you? Did somebody take a bunch of your blood? As I don't a kid? know. One time uh, <laughs> I was with an ex and her mom, and they, they had to, she had to get blood drawn for something. We're walking out to the parking lot. I wasn't in the room when they got the blood yeah. drawn. Yeah. They were talking about it. Yeah. And as they're talking about it, I passed out in the parking lot. Face. <laughs> I chipped this tooth back here. It's a sod down. Because I, f- I faced down. I've never even heard that story. On the asphalt. And you know what she did was uh, instead of helping me or getting down and making sure I was fine, she yeah. jumped in the car and started praying in tongues. I woke up to her being like, <laughs> you know, I'm not joking. I think I know who that is. That's hilarious. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's Good incredible. Times. So it's Good the 50s, times. and it's okay for your employer to just walk in and be like, we need some of your blood. And so they took. <laughs> like, yeah, this is before they made that illegal. <laughs> yeah, they took they took a bunch of their employees' blood. We're taking it, and they started testing it to see. You can either give it to us or we'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> We're gonna take it. Uh, so they started testing a bunch of their employees' blood to see how much PFAS was in their blood. Um, Quite a bit, and. They were like, okay, we now have a good sample to see how much PFAS is in the blood of people who are working with PFAS regularly. Um, and they said, now we need to go get a control group to test this. Okay. And so they went outside into the city and they tested it. Okay, and they so said, into the city <laughs> <laughs> on the street. Hello, excuse me. Hi, Can I have excuse some me. Blood? <laughs> May I have some of your blood? I think vampires would go a lot further if they were just polite about it. If you're just upfront, <laughs> just, just kind you'll of upfront. be surprised what people don't will give you. If you ask. Me, don't come up and be like, "Hey, man, hard times, need some blood." Need some blood. Just come up and tell just me. Ask. I would like some. <laughs> hey, can I have some of your blood? <laughs> They'd make it a lot further, you know. Hello, nine one one. Yeah, some guy on the train is asking me for my blood. <laughs> well, did you? Did you give, give him, him some? some? Yeah, sounds like he asked nicely. I don't know it's what you want from me. Pretty rude of you not to at this point. Give him some blood. Give him some blood. So they went across the community, <clears throat> and lo and behold, the local community, the amount of PFAS in their blood matched their employees. And they said, that's peculiar. So they widened the circle a little bit, and the same thing. And they widened the circle a little more, and it was the same thing. Eventually, they were pulling from the entire country, and it was the same thing. So they started going global, different continents, 
and it was the same content of PFAS in the blood. And they concluded that they could not find a control group because it had proliferated so much across the globe that we all have that we all have major concentrations of PFAS in the blood. So, (laughs) so they started studying. They're like, sometimes our episodes just give me a lot of hope for the future. (laughs) So they started studying. Okay, well, what does what's a safe amount of PFAS in the blood? Because there was like some variance, like right. Um, there's some people. How who much had, like, is my allowed to have? They, they, there were some people who had like 70 parts per trillion. There were some people who had like one part per billion. You know, so it was like different amounts. Sure. Um, some much more, some significantly less, but everybody had some. So they started studying how much they thought was an okay amount. Um, and in the early 60s, they concluded that one part per billion was a safe amount. Uh, once you pass one part per billion, you've got too much. Which one part per billion? Not pretty much. small, <laughs> not much. It was compared recently. Uh, I heard in a, a, a documentary it was compared to a single drop of water in an Olympic sized swimming pool was one part per billion. So you would be over the limit if you just took a drop of PFAS. Okay. Um, uh, and so then they called up their friends at DuPont and they said, hey, DuPont guys, uh, quick question. Um, this PFAS what have you guys been doing with like your excess or your leftovers? Like dumping anything? it into the water supply. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they said. Like, oh, we're just dumping it in the river. Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude. And they said, you should, should do that. Stop that. Yeah, they're like, you should stop doing that for sure. At all costs, do not dump that in the river. And DuPont's like, cool, bro. And they just kept doing it. <laughs> do you know what they told you on the phone? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I should have taken notes on that phone. I'm gonna be honest with you. In my last HR meeting, they I took think so they much said blood. Put I don't more. remember a thing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I did 20 seconds ago. I can't tell you how this conversation started. <laughs> There's no blood in my body. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, no blood right now. Todd from HR is not licensed to take blood. He's taking way too much blood out of all of um, us. <laughs> I think they said put more in the river. <laughs> they said dump all your PFAS in the river. <laughs> and I said, okay. I, I hit the emergency <laughs> river eject button. It's, so it's like much. it's like this right next to the phone, right? So he goes, okay, we will okay, not. We will not. Go. Oh, dang oh, it. No. <laughs> that was a poor place no. to put the phone. We should not have put the phone next to the PFAS dump button. <laughs> Has Diet Coke been invented yet? I need it. I need something to take the edge off. I am so anxious about the number of PFAS. Oh, wait, it's the 50s. Give me a cigarette. Give me a cigarette. I can still do those. And a glass of milk. I need a cigarette and a glass of milk stat. Nothing pairs with a good cigar. We should ask for a glass of milk. Jack and milk. Let me get a Jack and milk. I want one part per billion Jack. <laughs> it's so much. Or <laughs> <laughs> like an Olympic pool. <laughs> Olympic pool of milk. Speaking it's of Olympic pool, Jack, yeah. I uh, I looked up today how they're going to lay out the 2028 Olympics oh, in yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, because I'm going to live there. Yeah, how's that going to be? Uh, do you know where the pool's going to be? Is it your your neighborhood pool? It's my house. They're going to level my house <laughs> and put the pool there. No, it's uh, it's the USC baseball stadium. Oh, they're going to put gonna, a pool in there. They're going to put a pool in the in the baseball stadium and turn it into a. Hey, that's clever. Pool. 
pretty wild. It's always interesting to me with those can just do Olympic villages. Yeah. Because some places, like, they just, like, build all this stuff that's never going to get used again. Oh, yeah. But, like, LA, we don't got room to do that in LA. Uh-huh. So they're just going to have to use like, a college stuff. campus and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They should that's modify the baseball stadium to be a pool. That's pretty wild. Speaking of pools, um, <clears throat> Bree and I used the pickleball courts here the other day. That's, yesterday. That actually. is the same. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What'd you think? It was pretty fun. Uh, she destroyed me zero to four. Uh, every game just absolutely obliterated me. So I'm really proud of you for admitting that every time you tell stories on this podcast, you could just lie. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I destroyed her <laughs> four to zero. Not even close. <laughs> and it was great. It, what was frustrating about it is she so she got a new gym gym membership yesterday. And she's like starting on this new fitness journey. I've been online for about a year. She is a better athlete than me. True. Always has been. Always will be. But I felt like yesterday, we haven't played a game together in a while, like mm-hmm. a physical. You game. felt like all the training we've done. I felt like I felt like I'm I'm in better shape than her right now. I'm definitely in better shape than her right now. But she's a That's better That's a good thing. But she's a better athlete. We all heard athlete. him say that, right? But she's a better she's a better athlete. Alex is in there like, buddy. <laughs> she's a better athlete is- than me. And so on the way there, she's like, who do you think is going to win this? I was like, oh, I'm going to win this. And we got there and she obliterated me. And I haven't ran as hard on the treadmill all year than I did. The today. treadmill? The treadmill. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you say it? Treadmill. Treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, w- I look like I was training for the Olympics today. I have such, I have just a renewed fervor. And, yeah. it's, and it's all for not. I'm never going to be able to beat her. She's better than me at anything Everything, athletics. Most stuff. <laughs> but man, oh. Anyways, I destroyed her four to zero. Uh, so then, yeah, you can just lie, dude. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just lied to cut out all the stuff where I told the truth. I need to play Bree <laughs> and pickleball. Yeah, uh, you've played her before. Yeah, I held my own. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's athletic. She's she is very athletic, and she she is like. Because she was a, she was a, like a very serious athlete growing up, and she like takes sports very seriously, especially when she plays against dudes. Yeah, because she like has this thing where she's like, I gotta put you in your place. Sure. Like so, she just like she like she does not hold back, and she will embarrass you. Um, <clears throat> she embarrassed me is me a lot. There was she never try out for was, the Casey Current. Well, she a lot of her friends play for the Current. Mm-hmm. She, That's what I'm yeah. saying. She's kind of in. Yeah, I don't know. She can go try out. Anyways, uh, so you think you're in good enough shape to play <laughs> for the current for, uh, <laughs> professional soccer? No, no. Okay, give me three years of training. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Three Ooh, years. Three years. I think. I you think you're doing three, three years. Yeah. Give yeah, me yeah, three yeah. years. Give me a trainer. Give me a program. And like, if I if I can commit myself, like if like I'm saying like that's all I'm doing, I could get there in three years. Okay. And, I, and I I think that of anybody. I think you give anybody a trainer, you give you clear their schedule. They don't have to do anything else. Three years to train. I think anybody could get there. Cool. Unless you're like uh, 35 plus. Then tough. that changes. Yeah. Tough. Anyway, you need drugs. What'd you say? I said you would need performance enhancing drugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At 35 plus, definitely. Um, so, so speaking in, of though, I've considered even thinking about steroids lately. <laughs> Are we going to do it? Are we going to do steroids? No. So <laughs> don't do steroids. 
don't do steroids. Uh, what are we talking? Okay, so so there's a community in Michigan called Oakdale, <laughs> Minnesota. It's, it's not Michigan. <laughs> A community in Michigan called Oakdale, Minnesota. You idiot. <laughs> you moron. Uh, uh, <laughs> you idiot. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you're enjoying this, let me recommend Timothy Dexter. It's one of my favorite episodes, not just because the content's great, but because it was our live episode. We shot that in front of a live audience, um, just like Dr. Phil. <laughs> and it was awesome. Um, you won't believe what? the diagnosis. <laughs> but anyways, hey, thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is, if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in, and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff anyways. That's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life, and how do I make those priorities in my life, and someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient, uh, and you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule, so it's super valuable for people like me <laughs> who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. So what happens in Oakdale, North so Dakota? Oakdale, Oakdale has a lake there called Lake Elmo. Okay. Um, and Lake Elmo <laughs> is where 3M and DuPont had been dumping a lot of their PFAS. Um, but PFAS, I don't know if I mentioned this. This is where Teflon comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a PFAS. We mentioned the nonsense. We didn't say Teflon. Okay. We didn't use the word Teflon, but that's that's what it is. Sure. And they've been dumping all their PFAS in there, and um, the majority of the communities got cancer. And everyone always thought it was weird that the majority of the people there have cancer. They thought it was like just something genetic or something like that. But it was the lake, and it was because they got their drinking water from the lake. It was okay. Because the PFAS is that were getting dumped into the lake, 
And <clears throat> the local high school had a bunch of kids that uh, were getting cancer and kids who had parents who got cancer. And so it was like a like a epidemic. It was like a whole thing. It really was, yeah. Um, and there was one specific child who she uh, was um, became like a person who like campaigned against the use of PFAS. Um, and uh, she ended up passing away, but in her honor, like a community came together and a nonprofit organization came together that was able to actually outlaw um, the main PFAS that was used in these original DuPont chemicals um, and the uh, 3M chemicals. This was early 2000s. Okay. Um, <clears throat> these were PFAOs and PFOs. So they were two types of PFAS cis. Okay. So there are two specific uh, kinds. <clears throat> and what was interesting is the way that the EPA is set up is the EPA was able to outlaw these two specific types of PFAS, but they weren't able to outlaw PFAS as a whole. So okay. what 3M and DuPont did is they created new PFAS. <laughs> so they sure. created, they created what's called Gen X, and that is the Gen X you're thinking of. <laughs> they're not people. <laughs> they're chemicals. They're a chemical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they're not the people. They're not the generation. <laughs> they are a new chemical that they're using to do exactly what um, they were doing before with PFASs. Okay. And so they're still in all of these products, but they're not the PFOAs and the PFAs that got um, dumped in that lake. That got dumped in the lake and got outlawed. But it's the same thing. And so they've uh, uh, basically been able to outlaw something that just made a new thing. It's like a Hydra. You kill one, two new heads pop up. And sure. because of the way the law is set up, there's no way to just outlaw it as a whole. So it's become a thing where basically they have to change the law that allows the EPA to just cut it all off. But okay. they don't have that law right now. Sure. So anything that you own <laughs> that is water resistant or stain resistant or nonstick or grease resistant, anything like that, probably still has PFAS in it, but it's just not the original PFAS. And it's just the contact with it that gives us cancer. Like I don't have to eat my jacket. Okay, so that's that's what's interesting. Um, you can, from touch, end up getting some PFAS in your system. What is interesting is a lot of the nonstick and the the water resistant stuff is there's a like formula that's used to stick that to you and you're not exposing any of that into the air by just wearing that. It's not, it's not, it's not a danger to you by wearing that. Okay. You'd have to turn it into like a liquid basically or a gas for that to be a problem to you. Um, the stuff that's used in your food though, like in food containers, like your popcorn in the microwave, that is something that's actually a concern. But more than anything, the biggest concern is the byproducts that are ending up in waterways yeah, or even ending up anywhere else because what happens is this somehow um, and through some form or another ends up in a waterway or ends up in the water cycle and evaporating and being in the rain. And so, and it's become such a widespread thing that it literally does not matter where you are on earth today. You're going to end up with some of this coming in contact with you and ending up in your blood. It's an unavoidable thing. The that's only thing way in the, in the tree book is real. How how rain gets further inland. Yeah, uh, and like how trees can change the atmosphere around them. 
So like, you know how it's very cloudy and rainy all the time in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Okay. It's because those pine trees release a chemical into the air that is a dense molecule that collects water. And so that molecule, the water molecules stick to it, which makes the clouds thick. And then they condense more like rain, more rain. Interesting. And so that can happen further inland. So then those those trees do that. These trees here have that like a different molecule releasing so that when that wind blows those clouds over, it captures it them. still captures here. That's insane. So they're like So if you cut all those trees down the Pacific Northwest, it probably wouldn't be probably raining wouldn't rain as much. That is bonkers. Is that how they're doing the heart program? The what? The heart program? I've thought about doing an episode on this before. I don't know what the heart program is. And it's what they're like changing the weather the government's changing the weather <laughs> the government's like causing her no they're not stuff. oh my gosh dude <laughs> it's a heart program <laughs> i try to share fun facts but here's about the thing, trees here's the thing. you saying that means it's possible yeah so anyway Maybe the trees are trying to kill us with PFAS. <clears throat> so here's what's interesting. Um, everybody's got in their blood is unavoidable. Yeah. If you drink water, you're probably drinking a little bit of PFAS every time you drink some water. Um, and the EPA has actually, so 3M said, we think it's one part per billion is the safe limit. If you're above the one EPA part per billion. The EPA is like uh, three parts per billion. Well, what the EPA said is they rolled that back and they said, oh, it's actually 70 parts per trillion. And so it's basically a trillionth of what the, they said. Okay. is the safe amount to have in your system. Um, and so basically any amount. <laughs> right. The EP is like basically any amount in your system is a dangerous amount to have in your system. Uh, but we all have a little bit of in our system. We Most people have about a thousand parts per billion. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, you're like way over, way over the limit. I'm blowing a point eight <laughs> on PFAS, PFAS right now. Yeah, you're way over point zero eight. It's point zero eight. <laughs> yeah, if you're blowing a point eight. <laughs> Jeez, or maybe it's point eight. I don't know. No, it's point zero eight. I'm no point point, point zero eight. Point zero. Alex, <laughs> point zero eight. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Alex has not answered any of my questions. Every time I said Alex, he'd just be like, oh, "I don't care." Alex, what is? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So the the only thing that they've think ever okay? observed, huh? You think he's okay in there? I don't know, Alex. <laughs> he's dead in there. <laughs> he's, we dumped a bunch of PFAS in that closet before this. He's just <laughs> yeah, he's a lobster. <laughs> he's got lobster hands. We have a lobster running our switchboard. <laughs> it's great. Um, so the only way we've ever ever observed uh, the only possible way we've ever observed of lowering the PFAS count in our blood. Is okay, there's one way we've ever observed prayer <laughs> really close <laughs> pregnancy. Because uh, you can just pass it on to that. That's exactly right. Uh, You're just sucks. passing the facts out of your blood. Sucks, <laughs> the child. Dude, that <laughs> sucks. That's the only thing we've ever observed that lowers the PFAS count in your blood is having a child that and giving it to sucks. them. Um, and uh, mothers. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh! They actually transfer it through breastfeeding as well. Yeah. And so the child um, increases their PFAS count, and the mother. Decreases their PFAS count, um, and what's interesting is Good that for her, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, get and, that PFAS out of you. And the response of what happens in the child 
to this, uh, 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 the PFAS yeah. is they have a, a lower weight at birth. Uh, they have child obesity. Um, there's increased risk of a miscarriage. Um, and then they actually have a, a, what they've discovered as a lot of these children that have a higher PFAS account. Um, they have early onset puberty, uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> that was how cute. early. I don't know anything like speaking of early onset puberty <laughs> when I was in middle school. I'm, just kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. No, um, we did an episode a while a ago, long time several years ago at this point. Was yes. it 2020? It was it might have been pre 2020. It was an early early episode. No, we did. I remember us being in we were in your room. Yeah, but so that was not that we moved there in 2019. Well, we moved there in 2020 in guest room. We moved in the guest room in 2020. Sure. Yep. Because uh, my roommate moved out in February 2020, and I had like a bunch of shows booked, and I was like, "This is gonna be great. I finally live on my own. I just doubled my rent, which is you know it's now six hundred dollars uh, more each month. But right. I got a lot of shows booked. It's gonna be a good year." And then uh, <laughs> uh, not. Um, so anyway, it's 2020. Okay, so yeah. four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. And uh, we did an episode about Natalia Grace Barnett. Yeah. Who there was a and this was before there was no documentary about her. There wasn't. No, it was that was really, uh, she had been on Dr. Phil at that point, yes, right? Yes, there was a lot of there was some controversy over this couple adopted a Ukrainian daughter um, who uh, is a dwarf and is got a lot of medical conditions and all this stuff and they became convinced that she was not in fact a seven year old girl, but she was a 22 year old woman pretending to be a little girl. Yeah, and we did a whole episode about this and you know told the whole story and we talked about the theories and mm-hmm. whatever, right? There we told a, the whole story as as it was as it was at the time. Yeah, that we knew at the time. Okay, so there's an HBO documentary about this. You watched yes. season one. I watched right? season one. Yeah. Okay, so season one sets up that same stuff. They're showing a bunch of footage and there's a yeah. lot of time in this documentary that you're like, <clears throat> is yeah. she a 22 year old? That's crazy. And, and that was kind of the feeling before it was like it was like you didn't know when we when we did it. You didn't know who was telling the truth. And right. Even in season one, you didn't know. Who you didn't know who's telling, telling the, truth. the truth. And you're like, this like, is this and it leaves you with kind of like this is crazy. I'm telling you, we just finished season two this week. Yeah, season two. She is interviewed. Yeah, and I am telling you that when you see adult Natalia speaking on camera, you realize immediately that that was a little girl the whole time, the whole time. So if you go back to listen to that episode, we speculate uh, and I want you to know we now know I know now we were super wrong. I don't know yet. She is <laughs> definitely because I mean it's like when you see her now you go yeah. that's an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you see the videos of her as a kid, you go that's her as a child. Yeah, 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 but the first season you know it is kind of not hard to tell, but I mean like if you don't see her as an adult and you only see this footage and you go Maybe that is an adult because they put her next to other kids and stuff. She did look a little older. Yeah, and uh, no, but when you see her now, yeah, you go. There was a lot of peculiar things in the story, right? But that I think one of the most interesting parts about the story from the beginning is that the parents seem to be trying to set up this storyline that this is an adult. So that's what they're talking about here is that they realized in this new season they talk about their. Which the first season documentary is insane that her adopted father can get out of the trial because mm-hmm. in the jury they weren't allowed to. They reaged her. They legally reaged her to be twenty-two years old. Which is nuts that you can do that. 
And that's the stuff that I'm like, oh crap, they did that to a nine year old girl. That nine year old was living by herself in an apartment. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, when you see her as an adult, you immediately throw out the whole story. Yeah. Because before you could be like, I don't know. There's a lot of questions, you know. Yeah. But when you, when as she grows up, you go, oh, you're not done growing. Yeah. Also, in season two, they talk to her childhood dentist. Yeah. Who pulls up the X-rays and shows this is clearly a child's mouth. You know, yeah. there's all these adult teeth underneath it. That's crazy. And the dentist didn't know that they had reaged her. Oh my gosh. Wild stuff. So it's, anyway, it's wild that they had like this trial and everything, and they didn't bring any of the experts in that were like. Like, yeah, like a yes. pediatrician or her dentist because like they that. somehow got it thrown out the reaging thing because legally even now she is still legally 33 years old. That's crazy. So when you go back to re-listen to that episode, it's worth listening to the episode and go watch the documentary um, to get the full story. But then when you watch the new season of the documentary and you see, oh, this was just child abuse. So clearly what happened was a couple adopted a special needs child. They realized that the special needs child is going to need a lot of effort for her special needs. Yeah. And they were legally responsible for her until she turned 21. Yeah. So they re-aged her to 22 so they wouldn't be responsible for her anymore. Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. That's crazy. And they're just getting away with it so far. That's wild. That's it's wild. crazy. Um, so yeah. anyway, so I, I felt like we needed to do a quick update. Yeah, I'm you glad know? you did that. Um, I haven't watched the documentary yet, so when you watch it, episode one, you'll watch it and you go, "That's a 22 year old <laughs> girl right there." Yikes! Yikes! Um, and that's kind of the moral of the story of the PFAS thing too. Um, if you got enough money, or if you really just try hard enough, you can make the law do whatever you want the law to do. And True. That's what 3M and DuPont did for forever, and they're still doing it. They're still dumping PFOS into our planet, and we're all getting infected with a ridiculous amount of it, and it causes cancer, and it breaks people's bodies down in a ridiculous amount of and ways. It makes them lose to their spouses in pickleball. It's got a lot of side <laughs> effects. That side effect is one that a lot of people don't recognize. It's pretty rampant. <laughs> it's full of PFOS. Uh, yeah, so... Um, if you're wondering what can I do about it, the answer is nothing. You really can't. Um, it, this isn't can, one of those shiny fun episodes yeah. where it's like just recycle more. Yeah, no, there's it's really, really it's not on us. It's, it's on the corporations that rule us. It's yeah. on our rulers. And then if you just, it's in everything. It's yeah. it's in your blood. We suffer together. Join yeah. our Discord and whine about it. So anyways, uh, the only way to stop them is to fiddle them off. Huh? <laughs> Hey, thanks for making it to the end of this video. Uh, If you like this and you want more episodes, there's more somewhere around here and also clips from the show, Uh, but make sure you subscribe. Please do that. That really helps us. Um, It makes us feel good. We look at the number and we go, oh my gosh, there's more people who like us. Um, And it also just makes sure that you don't miss episodes in the future because we put these out every single week and there's so many in the past, so many old episodes you can go watch. And you know, there's an entire season of episodes that we didn't even have video for. So you can go listen to those if you'd like to as well. Thanks for being here. We'll see you again next week on on things I learned last night. That's this podcast, called, right? right? That's this one. Yeah, that's the one. Things that's, I learned last night. That's the one. All right, you're free to go. Great. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. 
But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.